Well, good morning. Welcome to week 39 of our Heart for Scripture Bible reading plan with Cornerstone Church in Knoxville. I uh, hope that this has been an ongoing encouragement to your soul. Um, one of the things that I have appreciated personally about reading through the entire Bible is being exposed to the many different genres of Scripture. So you have history, uh, you have poetry, you have the wisdom literature, you have epistles or letters, you have even things that we'll read eventually toward the end, Revelation, which is apocalyptic. And Scripture not only has a variety of genres, but it also has one thing that I appreciate is that it's not monotone. So Scripture just doesn't come to us as mere information. But what I love about the Bible is that these are human authors. Yes, the Bible is divinely inspired. These are men who were carried along, who were filled in it, carried along by the Holy Spirit, and Scripture is divinely inspired. It is where Scripture speaks, God does speak. Um, But with that, God's Word comes into our human experience. And so in the Bible, we do have places where there is loud praise, and there is great joy, but then there's also times where there is suffering, and there is grief. And part of that is uh, being able to lament And so in God's kindness, He has given us His Word. He has given us things that we can pray, uh, His Word that we can go to in times of suffering and grief. He hasn't left us to our own uh, to figure out how do we process this world. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about lament with you. Um, To give a simple and succinct definition, lament is a prayer in pain or grief that leads to trust in God. So I think that's the important part. Lament is meant to lead us to trust in God. And so this week, as you read through uh, all the various readings, you're going to hit some corporate and individual laments in the psalm. So Psalm 80, 83, 85, and 86, all those are forms of lament. And uh, they're there to help encourage and help us in our own personal lamenting. And so I hope uh, for those of you who are watching this and you're walking through times where you're suffering or you're going through trials uh, or you're going through personal grief, I hope as you read through these Psalms, they encourage your soul. They, they bring words. They give words and expression to what you are walking through personally. So for example, Psalm 86, 5 through 7 says, For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my plea for grace. In the day of my trouble, I call upon you, for you will answer me. And and this is a psalm of an individual uh, who sounds like they're actually in trouble. They're lamenting because of something personal, a personal failure. So lament may happen because of something outside of our circumstances that we can't control, but at times lament can come because of our sin, because of things that we've committed, yet, yet there is an opportunity we, opportunity we have to run to God and to bring our request, to give assurance that God is abounding in steadfast love and He is gracious. So in our suffering and our grief, you might have been asking, why am I here? Why did you take this person or this thing away? Why do you seem so far in distance? And it's good to bring those questions to God. But as one author said, in our suffering, instead of falling into despair when God brings suffering, let us fall into his arms. And so it's good. This is what scripture is leading us to do. 
these laments are meaning are leading us to trust and to hope in God. So it's perfectly appropriate to cry, to to grieve, to suffer. The tears that we shed, the promise that we had is God keeps every one of those in a jar. He doesn't waste a single one. God promises that he is going to preserve his people. We can trust him and we can walk this out with him. And that's what I love about Isaiah. Um, You're going to read Isaiah 40. And uh, what I love is that the prophet is writing to a people in exile. They're gonna. They are going to be lamenting because they are gonna be, and they are going to be taken out from the people from Israel, and they're gonna be taken to the land of Babylon to a foreign nation. And so, what does Isaiah have to say to this people? Well, in Isaiah forty, he says, "To whom then will you compare me, that I should be like him?" Says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these. He who brings out their host by number, calling them all by name, by the greatness of his might. And because he is strong in power, not one is missing. And I love reading this in light of the new images from James Webb Telescope, where we're beginning to see even more galaxies, even more stars in um, outer space. And to think that Isaiah wanted to point this people to look at the stars, look at the hosts. He has named each one. He brings out their hosts by number. He calls them by name. He misses not one of them. And what Isaiah is saying is that we are of much more value than stars. God does not miss you. He hasn't missed you. He knows what is going on in your life. You can trust him. You can pray to him. So you can lament, bringing your questions, bringing your grief, bringing your suffering, but let it lead you down the road of trust and hope in God. And so may we experience what the prophet writes in Isaiah 41.10 this week. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you by my righteous right hand. Amen.